Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to 15-Minute You, the official college football podcast of your morning commute. I'm Evan Zork. That's my brother, Matt. Happy belated, my friend. Thank you, sir. How was the birthday? Oh, it was very good. 15-Minute Fiance and I did a tasting menu in Clayton, Missouri. I brewed a whole bunch of beer. Clayton, it's a suburb of St. Louis. Okay. Brewed a whole bunch of beer and Michigan rolled. So, you know, not a bad birthday. Nice. Yeah. Anyways, we're here to bring you everything you need to know about college football in hopefully 15 minutes. Matt, I'm experimenting with a new standing setup. Sitting is the new smoking. What do you think about that? Yeah. Why not? It's your journey, baby. (laughs) Well, let's get into it. Let's dive right into the Big Ten, running through the headlines. Michigan beats the bricks off Penn State in the big house, 42-7. to Ohio State... Kind of disagree. I don't know that it was a disaster. I think Nebraska is a much better November team than they were in oh the September God. team. I, Martinez is much better than it's been. But narrow victory for the Buckeyes, 36-31. NU plays Notre Dame tough, but eventually falls, 31-21. Iowa fell in West Lafayette to the Boilermakers, 38-36. Northwestern now takes control of the Big Ten West. Wisconsin bounces back with a 31-17 victory over Rutgers. Sparty defeated Maryland 24-3, and Minnesota heading home from Champaign, shockingly disappointed in a blowout to the Illini, 55-31. Some interesting headlines. Where do you want to go this week? So let's start. We got a bunch of things we can talk about. I do want to start out in the West, and I'll give you a little bit of props as we talk about some things. If you had told me what we're recapping, uh, what, week 11 here? Yep. That the West is going to come down to, potentially, come down to Northwestern and Purdue. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, you're crazy. Did not see that one coming. I will admit you did have them in the number two spot when we did our preview. So uh, good on you. Quite surprising, you know, to see those teams, though. Relatedly, though. I was probably Jeff most Brown. disappointed in Iowa. And as you're talking oh, about yeah. Jeff Brown. Purdue played well. I did pick them mostly because they were at home. But... We've been big on Iowa lately, so tell us about Brom. So uh, here's my question for you, or Mm -hmm. let me set the stage. So, you know, last week, Purdue beats Ohio State. This week, uh, they nearly beat, or excuse me, they beat uh, Iowa. Last season, they won their bowl game. Yep. They beat Iowa last season. They played a couple teams tough. They played Louisville last year when Louisville was actually good. Yep. Uh, They played them tough but lost. But speaking of Louisville, Matt, and somewhat getting ahead of ourselves to the national preview, they lost by 61 points to Clemson. I cannot imagine your boy Bobby Petrino gets asked back to coach again. Jeff Brown to Louisville, he was a quarterback. He did coach there for five years. His teams actually play defense. All of these things would be good for Louisville. I agree, and I've heard a lot of those rumors. I wouldn't be shocked. I think Brown's done a great job in West Lafayette, and and uh, could be a good fit there. They got the uh, little bit more resources, I think, than I would what imagine. Purdue would be willing to match. So we'll see. I, I wouldn't be shocked if that were true. Remember, Brom comes to Purdue from uh, Western Kentucky, so that's a state in which he's familiar with beyond his own playing and experience at Louisville. He's also experienced at Western as well. That said, as much as Clemson was continuing to run up the score – I just couldn't change the channel because I just love a good Bobby Petrino ass kicking. I, I love it. <laughs> love 
yeah, I mean, who doesn't, you know? So the other big topic in the Big Ten from last week was Maryland. Yeah. Tell me if I'm I'm paraphrasing this from Twitter, but it went like this. The board president wants to fire DJ Durkin. The board regent says, if you do that, we're going to fire you. Then the Maryland governor says, if you don't let the president fire DJ Durkin, then I'm going to fire you guys. I don't know if he quite has that power, but it was like something along those lines. Like, what? Are and they, then guess what, what happened? Doing? The coach was fired. Yeah. I, I wait, but like, after running practice on Halloween, and I I should have responded to your text about this. It was very intriguing. Are you telling me that two punters fought each other at the end of that practice? To the point, one was like injured, had to go to the hospital, and not like life threatening injuries, but. Had to go get checked out, and the police came. It was that program. It's nuts, man. Two yeah, punters, apparently. Yeah, no, I think one was a punter, one was a, a place kicker. Excuse if me, I recall correctly. But two special teams guys. Also, apparently, in Durkin's first and last meeting back with the team, you had multiple players walk out. I, this this decision is just mind blowing to me. Is a great example of groupthink, and is a great example of everything that's wrong with college football. What's the group think, though, where you come to the conclusion that DJ Durkin should stay? I I didn't understand any of it. The press conference was wild. The you know head region ends up resigning after Durkin's eventually fired. It's like boggling. I, I have no idea how you come to that conclusion. It's not something I disagree with. It's something I like, completely do not understand at all. Yeah. Makes no, no I mean, sense. You have a kid. So I, I assume it's two things. One is I'm blanking on how much they owed him for firing Stop. him. Stop. That that's well, I don't know. It's gonna be in the millions of dollars. So that has to be one. And then two, undeniably he had Why uh, do they owe him? You can fire him for cause for that. That's it. I don't know if they could after the report that they put out where it was like it wasn't a toxic culture. Like they screwed themselves with this report. Well, who wrote why'd you write that report? It was clearly toxic. I don't know, man. Fire the dude. Like, I, I don't know. We live in this era where, like, we need reports on everything. No, I, I don't need a report to tell me Durkin needs to be fired. You need to be fired. You know, I did have Maybe this... we can have a report afterwards, but... I do love that, uh, you know, kind of remind me of the when Tennessee tried to hire Butch Jones for 15 minutes. Or, no, sorry, uh, <laughs> Greg Schiano yeah. for 15 minutes last year. And Tennessee fans were immediately like, nope, next. Yep. And uh, <laughs> they don't hire Greg Schiano. Same thing, Durkin's back for a day. Nope, next. And there were a lot more forces out there other than college football fans. Student, Maryland student government did a yeah, great job. Other, you know, pol- Maryland politicians did a great job standing up. But I was like, man, if nice. only we could do, like, Supreme Court nominations this way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if only. What are you going to do? <laughs> and, I mean, so they – not that we should even – Make this about sports or because it's much bigger than that, but you know, they get destroyed by Michigan State, and it's almost like you knew it. There, there was too much. Going the on. players don't want to represent this university and probably didn't have their whole heart into it. Like, can't believe that. Oh, God, that whole thing was a debacle. It was ugly. It was the worst that this sport has to offer. Right. They're not quite at Baylor status, but they're in a bad spot. They're in a bad spot. So I'd be interested to see who takes that job. But 
Let's uh, brighten well, so up the day and move on. He takes a job. Is Matt yeah, Canada? Okay. Why can't he stay? I, I, He's always wanted a shot. Yeah, I, I heard that. I don't see why not. Or is um, he too, like, old guard part of the Durkin staff? That's my one question is, like, does he have the Durkin stink on him? Because, like, certainly he was around for some of these Yeah. Instances. He's not exactly a chill kind of dude either. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, let's brighten things up and move into Maction. So, Matt, we hear the game run down. The Mac Penn took State. over weekday football last week, and it was beautiful. Loved they played it. Tuesday, the they played Wednesday, the they played season. Thursday. It's great. It's a weekday, you just turn on, and there's Mac football. That's Mac shit. It's beautiful. It. Yeah, just waiting for this late-season weekday play. Anyway, <laughs> Penn State comes out on top of Battle of the Bottoms, both against uh, Bowling Green State University. They beat the Falcons 35-28. Kent State now has one win, uh, Bowling Green now, or excuse me, Kent State has two wins, Bowling Green has one win. Buffalo has to actually rely on its offense in a rare Buffalo shootout against Miami of Ohio. Mm. Final score, 51-42. Toledo's offense remains prolific, besting Ball State, excuse me, besting Ball State, 45-13. NIU over Akron, 36-26. Ohio, man, the Bobcats. Trounce, its first and last Michigan directional opponent, Western, 59-14. Let me ask you a quick question. In the last three weeks, Ohio's defense has held its opponents to 14 points or under and have caused 11 turnovers. Yep. Do the fighting Nathan Rorks actually feel the best team in the MAC? No. Buffalo. Stop it. Did you see that Buffalo score? Yeah. They gave up 42. I saw them put up 51, though, man. You only got to win by one, dude. Nothing to do with your defense. That has nothing to do with your defense. You only got to win by one. The rest is for ego. September, what did you say? November teams aren't October teams. October teams aren't September teams. I'm just saying this Bobcats team is playing some great defense. I'll sign on to that. I'll sign on to that. Ohio looks a lot better. They were not not a good September team. In two weeks, those teams are playing. I'm debating taking the day after all. I'll say that right now. Anyways, last game. uh, Eastern... Comes out on top over uh, in-state rivals, Central, 17-7. to Matt, the one highlight I wanted to talk about, unless you got anything else to talk about, Northern Illinois defensive end, Quinton Wynn, ejected for targeting. Later, after the game, the Mac comes out and says, it was a mistake, he shouldn't have been called for targeting. Right. But he still is out for the first half of the game over Toledo next Why? week. And I might say Toledo has a very prolific offense. NIU might want their starting defensive end out there. How is that possible? How do you, how do you as a conference, come out and say, yeah, that wasn't targeting, but he's still suspended. But don't worry, we're professionals. We know what we're doing. Yeah, that's unfortunate. I mean, we've seen a lot of close calls with targeting this year, both at the college and pro level. And I agree. It's very odd that they're willing to be accountable in that, like, yes, this we made a mistake. It was not targeting. So then why does the penalty stay? That's what what boggles me. Isn't that what these post-game, like, reviews of targeting is for? Right. Very odd. Very odd. So I, you know, and there's a whole bunch of drama, you know, Alabama LSU. Yeah, no. So I, I, I have thought as the season's gone on, targeting calls have become more fair. Agreed. I think, and I mean, in both leagues, as you mentioned, we mm-hmm. saw this in the NFL too, as well as the NCAA. But um, 
I think they've obviously stepped it up over the last couple of years this year more so um, and are starting to level out. Sure, sure. So we shall see what will happen there. Let's move on to national news. Let's start with our polls. A couple movers and shakers had some uh, moving in the wrong direction, down five spots after falling to Alabama. LSU moves to number nine. Dropping six to number 19 is Florida, and dropping seven to number 21 is Penn State. Trending in the right direction, Boston College moves to seven and two. They're up seven spots to number 17. Syracuse, huge win. Syracuse, sneakily good right now. Bowl eligible, seven and two. Moved up nine spots to number 13 in the country. And West Virginia, man, I had epic Billy Greer text to send you what a wild gutsy call could you believe that dana Holgerson. have you seen holderson like said, just walks out with like hey you guys want to win the game I let's go it. win the game i loved it i loved it yeah that was I great loved it. gutsy call you know bootleg to the left greer wide open takes it in mm-hmm. so is, were you watching Might that you did you watch that, that live play is heisman worthy sure i it's top it's yeah you, you could be in the top five uh did you watch that live not the play. I had been flipping on back and forth between the game, and then I was also brewing beer as I was watching college football, and I missed it. Tom Herman looked frightened. Frightened. I I don't know. I, I, don't, I haven't spent a lot of time with Tom Herman, so I don't often read his <laughs> facial expressions. But they kept showing him, you know, when West Virginia comes out, and they're like, all right, we're going to go for it. I was like, that dude is scared right now. I was like, I just have never seen such body language from a big-time college head coach as that. And it's not something I expected out of Herman. That was the moment watching it live where I was like, wow, they're going to get it. If your head coach looks that scared, they got it. Defense is going to get walked over here. So they're up to number seven now. There's a whole slew of teams sitting at one loss. Uh, Playoff picture just getting more and more interesting. We did have five new welcome to the parties. Uh, as we typically see, uh, the last four in are all welcomes, along with number 20, Washington. Welcome back to the party. Washington, just stay at the party, man. You guys keep, yeah. you're in, then you're out, yeah. then you're in, then you're out. Stay. Stay a while. They got that FOMO, other parties to go. Right. Yeah. So they moved up to number 20, coming in at 7-3. and three. NC State, 6-2, and two, comes in at number 22. Iowa State at 23. Sparty. Again, another team that is staying, then they're going, then they're staying, then they're going. Like, guys, just take off your shoes. Stay a while. And finally, great call here in both polls. Cincinnati's up to number 23 in the coaches, number 25 in the AP. Love but it. the Nata Bearcats, welcome back to the party. They shouldn't have left, but I appreciate them coming back. Agreed. Agreed. Here's here's my two comments. Okay. Uh, one, how does Texas not move in the AP after losing? That doesn't make any sense to me. Well, they, I think just like the close nature of the loss, right? I guess. And they it's were already ranked 15. So are they the 15th? You're telling me the 15th best team in the nation, if these are accurate, right? Lost to the seventh best team in the nation by one on a two point conversion with less than five seconds left. You'd be like, okay. I, don't know, but I hear you, but losses. I also hear that. They also, you know, I mean, this is their third loss. Oh, I think I, they're. I don't know. Dude, you lost you to know. Maryland. Sorry, bro. Yeah, <laughs> you are the Maryland's the fourth best team in the Big Ten East. No, 
Texas is a pretender. No, no. So. Uh, and then, you know, I'm still out on UK, so I don't know how they're 12. Still out. The things that I'm not Depends how good you think George is. I know you've been a uh, you've been a hater. I like the way Syracuse moved up though. I do think they Agreed. they deserve that. I want to see them keep moving, keep swinging, fighting Mike Leach's stay at number 10. Washington State, one of those teams that could control their own destiny. They have one loss. Who knows? Mhm. So all right, we got two topics. One we want to start with UCF falls in both AP and the coaches' poll, despite beating Temple. Now, let's note that, though, they had to come back to win. Temple had them on the ropes. And yeah. credit UCF, though, who comes back and uh, finds a way to win and keep their winning streak alive. Are you mad they're down two spots after winning? I mean, I kind of am. Um, really? A little bit. I, so You a Golden Knights fan now? I mean, I've always been a Golden Knights fan. So, one, how dare you? Um my thing is, so they're still undefeated, which yeah. is hard to do in college football. Two, I think, you know, good teams can still get into close matches. The thing is, yeah. those good teams don't lose them. Which right. They get, okay, so they got into a close match, and they won it. What else do you really want them to do? And then, I'm not going to sit here and tell you Temple's great, but I don't think Temple's terrible. Temple's going to beat Maryland, if they play, regardless of home or away. You sure. know what I mean? So I think there are way worse looking outcomes on a lot of other teams' mm-hmm. uh, resumes. We'll see. I, I got to agree with the game day take in that it's a tremendous accomplishment to win as many games as they have won. Are they a top four team in the nation, though, right now? <laughs> Excuse me. No, they're not. So no, then where where are they? Four. Are they the 12th best? Maybe. Let's also not forget, though, people talk the same type of shade about UCF last year, and then UCF goes on to beat Auburn in their bowl game, a team that had beaten Bama during that's the regular what season. Saying, dog. That's what I'm saying. So that part of me is like... A, if they go undefeated, you got to give them a chance. I'm sorry. You got to. I don't care. Let's do this quick. Just looking at the the one losses in the top ten. Michigan, Georgia, Oklahoma, West Virginia, Ohio State, Washington State. Could UCF beat any of those one losses? And if so, which ones? Uh, they could beat Washington State. They could... With their defense, I'm wondering if they could beat Ohio State. I mean, my gut says no, Ohio State's great. Their offense... But they're often sputters against good defenses, so I'm wondering if that could happen. I also think they could give Oklahoma a game just because Oklahoma plays zero defense. I agree with that, and that's the one the, I thought. The problem is I don't know if they have the engine to keep up with Oklahoma. I think I, I don't know yeah. if they could beat Georgia, though. Michigan, Georgia, West Virginia, I think would give them trouble. But UCF probably has a better offense than all of those teams. Yeah. No, I, I could buy that. Well, but you, I would rank them in the top somewhere between Michigan, Oklahoma, UCF, then who? Like Georgia, Ohio State. I I mean, those are all pretty high-powered offenses. I would rank LSU last and Washington State just in front of them in terms of offense. But Hmm. my point there is, I think they can keep up with with many teams. Yeah, I agree. We'll stay tuned. What is in store for undefeated UCF? Congrats to them, rolling. Tweet of the week suggested by you, sir. This comes from McNeil, who can be found on Twitter at reflog underscore 18. Is it better 
for it is better for OSU if Alabama wins. So you should root for Bama. Me, gif of Luke Skywalker. I'll never turn to the dark side. Love it. So true, though. You, I ain't rooting for Alabama. You, There's you, no chance. You can't pass up a... Not, uh, enough mo- not enough money in the world. Folks, you send Evan a Star Wars reference, it's going to be the tweet oh, of the week. that too. So that too. That's, that's that the key too. to his heart. <laughs> All right, you ready to pick him? All right, let's hop into pick him, Matt. We had an ugly week again oh, last time week. Oh, timeout, 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 timeout. Sorry. Keep it 30 seconds. What are the West Point cadets doing? How could they injure oh. the Falcon? See, I thought you were going to roll past this topic. I was going to let No, no. Little, little That's a huge topic. Yeah, so West, all service academies have a tradition of stealing the other team's mascot. No one's ever been able to steal Air Force's mascot. Not really because some great security, but because it's a damn bird. Yeah. They keep it in a cage inside a building. It's not a goat that's outside walking around. So some West Point cadets steal Aurora, the mascot, and they shove it into a dog cage. And Aurora, I guess, is just thrashing around and, like, injures herself. What the fuck, guys? Like, yeah. you can't just shove a bird into a dog cage. Yeah. I, outrageous. Outrageous. Not not good playing there. Army running away with the Commander-in-Chief Cup right now. Yeah. Taking so, care of business on the field. Not true. so much with the whole mascot department. All right, on to pick em. Sorry. Okay, back to pick em. We had an ugly week. You, you're so a little bit more than me. You were 6-9-1. <laughs> I was 8-7-1. If anyone's wondering, uh, we pushed on the Buffalo-Miami game. I will say, Matt, we did have three games where we picked the correct winner, but the uh, spread was just a hair off in some circumstances. Mm. Uh, so maybe could have done a little bit better. Anyways, looking at, into this week, starting in the Big Ten, games we agree on. Uh, Rutgers hosting Michigan spread is 36.5 points. We're both taking Michigan. I must admit that made me a little bit nervous. Then I was like, ah, nah, it's Rutgers. I only did it because uh, I made a commitment. Not to pick Rutgers after losing to Kansas. Otherwise, I wrote, I typed Rutgers and I realized I had to stick with my principles. There you go. There you go. Number 24, Michigan State hosting. Uh, number 8, Ohio State spread is 3.5 points. We're both taking the Buckeyes. Number 21, Penn State is hosting Wisconsin. Spread is 9 points. Oh, excuse me. We disagree on this game. Uh, spread is 9 points in favor of uh, Penn State. Uh, I'm taking Penn State. You know, Alex Horny and Brooks look pretty shaky. It's going to be on the road in Happy Valley. Um, Horny Brooks look shaky. Hot, the Nittany Lions are super meow right now. Like, they look like the little cats. They're not, they're not even medium cats. They're little cats. Badgers don't look much better. So I'm going with the home field advantage in November. I'm just not going with nine. You want to give Wisconsin nine? Okay, I'll take it. Fair. Uh, all right, games we actually disagree or agree on. Uh, Indiana hosting UMD spreads uh, three points. We're both taking Indiana. Uh, the spread is um, in favor of Indiana. We're right. both taking Indiana. Uh, Minnesota is hosting Purdue. Spread is nine and a half points in favor of Purdue. We're both taking uh, Minnesota. Or excuse me, we're both taking Purdue. Boiler up. Then the games we disagree on. Boiler up. That offense is just too prolific. Iowa's hosting Northwestern. Spread is 10 points in favor of Iowa. I'm taking the Hawkeyes. You're taking Northwestern. Again, you're taking a road team in November. This doesn't Uh, seem like the Matthew I know. I'm also super nervous about doing it in Kinnick. Does the 10-point spread not make you nervous, though? Like, Northwestern has looked better and better and better. Like, they are really turning into a November team. 
For three quarters, they were completely in that game with Notre Dame. So if Notre Dame is legit the number three team in the country, I'm pretty impressed with how the Wildcats have played. Plus, you consider their consistency and that they're one of four teams on a conference streak of one loss or less over the last year. And the two of those other teams are Clemson and Alabama. So here all you're saying, again, riding a lot on Kinnick Stadium, but then I'm also looking – remembering back to when Iowa played Wisconsin the week before Wisconsin had lost, and that was just the wrong time to play Wisconsin because Wisconsin was pissed and they just weren't going to lose. I'm hoping, I'm betting, that's what the boys are going to do in Kinnick, uh, and it's just the wrong week for Northwestern to play Iowa, unfortunately, especially on the road. Uh, Then we have Nebraska hosting Illinois. Fred is 19 points in favor of Nebraska. I'm taking Illinois in the points. You're taking Nebraska. Yeah, 19's a lot. I don't have any faith in Illinois on the road, though. So I, I don't know how they smoked Minnesota in the way they did. You did see that defensive coordinator was fired by P.J. Fleck on Sunday. Defensive line coach promoted to defensive coordinator for the Gophers. I, I'm actually impressed. I think Nebraska has gotten better and better, and I think that they are in line for some bigger wins. The way that Ohio State looked was somewhere between them not looking good and Nebraska looking a lot better. I thought too many people took that as a disaster for Ohio State, whereas I think Nebraska is a much better November team than they were a September team. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I, I still just can't necessarily ride with them. I'm I'm more concerned about the spread. 19 is a lot. Like you said, they uh, Illinois managed to blow out uh, Minnesota. They And then if you look at other games, even where they lost, I mean, they scored 33 against Maryland. They scored 20 against Wisconsin. They scored 38 on Rutgers. They scored 24 on Illinois. So I, I just don't know if uh, Minnesota – yeah, if, uh, or excuse me, if Nebraska is really going to be able to hold them uh, to the point that the spread's going to be 19. Uh, so moving on to the MAC, games we agree on. Buffalo hosting Kent spreads 22 points in favor of Buffalo. We're both taking Buffalo. I will say that high spread made me a little nervous, but you know, I was like, that is Buffalo, easily the MAC's hottest team. Well, maybe not against OU. I don't know. One of the MAC's hottest teams. Uh, jumping down, we got Northern Illinois hosting Toledo. Spread is two and a, two points, excuse me. Uh, in favor of Northern Illinois. We're both taking Northern Illinois. This is another game. Slightly nervous about picking with Toledo's uh, prolific offense, but I think NIU should win. No problem. And we got Bowling Green is hosting Central Michigan. The spread is 7.5 points in favor of Central Michigan. We're both taking the Chippewas. Two games we disagree on in the match. Miami of Ohio hosting in-state rival Ohio Bobcats spread is three points in favor of the Bobcats. I'm taking the Bobcats. You're taking Miami of Ohio. I got to say, as I alluded to earlier, I think that defense for the Bobcats is rolling. I think their offense has always been firing on five cylinders all season, so the defense has just caught up, and I think take it out on the Red Hawks. Well, getting back to my good old self, rolling with a home team here, and yeah, I this has huge implications for the MAC title game, so I'm very intrigued to watch this. MAC fans, don't you worry. MAC should come at you three days a week this week again. Tuesday night, Buffalo kicks off. We got two games, including this one, on Thursday. Is that correct? And so. the rest are Saturday. Yep, 7 o'clock ESPNU. Bobcats will visit Oxford. Love it. Last game we disagree on. Akron. Hosting Eastern Michigan. Spread is 13 points 
in favor of Eastern Michigan. I'm taking Akron into the points. You're taking Eastern. I can't. Why are you taking Akron? It makes no sense. Eastern is going to drill those dudes. I don't disagree Eastern's going to win, but here's my theory. So both teams, both teams uh, have recently played Central and Buffalo, right? Both teams lost to Buffalo, and both teams bested Central. So my theory is that if you look at specific, well, if you look at both games, the Central games were close. Again, both teams came out on top. And then the Buffalo games were surprisingly close, considering how Buffalo, good Buffalo is. At neither time was the spread uh, even close to 13 points. So I just think that 13 is too much. I think Eastern will win, but I think it'll be by 7 to 10 points. We'll see, man. I got no faith in Akron. And I still, Eastern, most improved team in the MAC. I think they showed it in a big game for them, uh, defeating Central by 10 last week. I think they'll continue to roll against a much weaker Akron team. Fair enough. Jumping into games of national importance. Number one, Alabama hosting number 18, Mississippi State. The spread is 25 and a half points in favor of Alabama. And shockingly, we're both taking Alabama. I, I just don't know why you'd bet against them. Well, so uh, Vegas. They just beat LSU, who we thought was the number four team in the country, by 29. You right, think that they're going right. to lose at home? Well, Sorry, they, you think that they're yeah. going to beat Mississippi State by less than that? Doesn't make sense. Not at all. I The SEC I is su- so overrated. Also, Mississippi State's not right. the 18th best team in the country. Get out of here with that. I might put U.S. dollars on this, I'll tell you that much. Uh, then, last game we disagree on, and last game we're going to discuss. Number 22, Boston College is hosting number 2, Clemson. Site of game day in Boston. Yep. Spread is 17.5 points in favor of Clemson. I'm taking Clemson. You're taking Boston College. I just happen to think Clemson's one of those adult teams. I'm not betting against them unless I see otherwise. In, like, BC, I don't know. Eh? BC to me is a team that is coming on, and they're playing physical football, really developing the run game. Defense has played much more stout in the last three weeks than they did in the first three weeks of the season. I, I like Clemson to win outright here. I just don't like them to win by 17.5, especially at at Boston College on a day that we know is going to be emotionally hype for them and their school and their fan base hosting college game day. So I'm not touching – you don't get 17.5. I think we're being too reactionary to them putting up 77 against a weak Louisville team last week. Boston College way better than Louisville. We shall see. We shall see, but that has been another week of 15-Minute You. Thank you so much for tuning in. Let us know how the discussion goes at the water cooler tomorrow morning. Remember, you can find us on iTunes, Apple Podcasts app, Google Play, or wherever else you get your fine podcasts. Remember, hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. While you're at those water coolers, be sure to tell your friends to also hit those subscribe buttons. You can give us a follow on Facebook, Twitter, and give Evan a belated birthday shout-out, Evan underscore 15 menu. You can also find us on Gmail. Thank you so much, folks. Whatever you decide to do this week, remember, don't pick them like my brother. And don't pick them like my brother. Bit long, but Ah, when aren't we? I'll be close to 30.